Hey guys, it's Michelle here, the founder and CEO of iHelpMoms.com. And I know I am in the group of so many women that are working on their businesses, working with their families, working with e-learning, working with a new school year coming up. And I actually had something happen this week and I literally had to call Joy Acaso, our family therapist, because my heart hurts so bad. So we're going to talk about it today. And I want to say, Joy, thank you as always for being such an amazing resource. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. So I called Joy. I um, have my girls in a gymnastics camp this week because I'm, <laughs> I'm working now three jobs. And um, I needed them to have someplace to go before uh, school starts. So, you know, I dropped off my seven-year-old and my five-year-old. And pretty soon I get the phone call with my five-year-old's little voice that says, Mom. And she just, I can hear her tears like racking in sobs through her body. And those people that know me know I'm not an overly sensitive person. I definitely, you know, (laughs) move forward with my children. I'm not like that super sensitive. Like, that's just not me. I try to be really loving, but I also promote really independent children. So to hear my five-year-old's like sobs quietly, like through the phone, it stopped my heart. And I thought back, I'm like, oh man, what went different today? So I, I pulled up to the front of the gymnastics. Everyone had their masks on. They're taking their temperatures. They're putting hand sanitizer on. And then they whisk them away from me. I didn't even like get time to transition her in there. And I felt so bad. So, of course, I turned to Joy immediately, pick up the phone and say, man, Joy, now that we're facing these really important yet very severe restrictions, I found it's it's restricting my ability to bond and transition my children into new environments with new teachers, with new tutors, with all of these new people and things that are happening. How do we help them and help ourselves? Yes, absolutely. This is such a great example though, right? Because um, I didn't even think about that. So we're in a pandemic, the quarantine, there's new rules, new protocols. And so the whisking away I didn't even think about that, that, you know, they needed, there was no time to say goodbye. And it's not the regular, you know, things that we used to do. Um, I remember dropping off my kids in preschool and I could stay, right? And like, there was no problem um, until they went to the playground and things like that. But wow, this is a great example of us like trying to think and, and figure out like, okay, if I'm, putting my kids to camp this time around, I'm going to need extra time probably at home, right? To help them transition, maybe an extra five minutes at night to cuddle with them. Now, we always say that you are, you as parents are the experts with your children, meaning like you observe them and more and, and you monitor, you know, their personalities and their temperaments. And so we can match those things with the framework that we know as experts, as counselors and therapists and coaches. And we can say like, okay, so this is how they respond to transitions and to changes. One of the things that I ask my clients to 
when we work, you know, as a family, I say, okay, you know, they tell me this is how my children respond to changes, which is great. But now how do you as a parent also respond to changes? How do you um, manage, you know, your emotions, right? Because it's a two-part uh, a thing, right? Like we have to not just understand what our children need, but, you know, you may have as a parent have that unmet need as well. Like, for example, do it, you know, you were surprised, Michelle, to to see like, oh, they just took her away. Like, I didn't even have time to say goodbye when you know that as a family, this is something that you do and you probably walk them through, you know, new situations and things like that. And so um, just think about those things if you are, you know, doing something new with your children um, in this season, you're going to need some extra everything, extra hugs, extra connection, and, and by extra, I don't mean like, you know, let's do two hours instead of 20. No, like add two minutes, add five minutes um, extra time in your day just so you could help not only transition your children into these new things, but yourself as a parent as well. Oh, I love this advice. I, I literally feel all, I'm better already. I'm so grateful <laughs> to you. And, you know, something that in my own family I've seen is that my middle child, who's five, is definitely way more emotional. I see right now is she's in masks and my seven-year-old is in masks going to the soccer field. And they're looking at me like, why am I wearing a mask outside? Can I, can I hug my friend? There's like so much stress being put on them right now. And I have so many friends with kids that are in middle school or older. The psychological really severe consequences of what's happened, whether it's suicide watch, whether it's kids on the internet all the time and on inappropriate contact, whether it's just, you know, missing that socialization. There are so many mental wellness issues from little kids to big kids that are coming through the pike. Joy, I want to talk to you. We can start with the littlers and then go to big kids. What are some of the signs we as parents need to watch for right now so that we know when we need to step in and help our kid, whether it's suicide watch, whether it's just needing to get them socialization or needing to just comfort them and let them know we're all in this new world together? Absolutely. Um, That's actually one of the questions that I get from my clients right now, because, you know, they're seeing their kids and they're telling me, okay, but they're not eating as much as they used to. Okay, but they are always in their rooms, you know, teenagers and older kids, they're always in their rooms and they don't want to do anything. There was a point too, um, in my own experience, when our kids didn't want to do anything, like they didn't want to go outside, right? Of course, you know, as parents, we know that it's important for them to get some type of physical activity, you know, during the day. Um, but remember to help them adjust into these situations. Don't force, you know, whether they're little or teenagers, don't force them into these situations right away. Um, whether it's, uh, two rounds of bike ride. So with our six year old, for example, we do rounds. So we tell him like, okay, today you're going to do two rounds of bike ride around the neighborhood. Um, 
with my husband or myself. And then the following day, we'll do three rounds, which is really like 10 minutes if you, you know, you think about it. But at least he's getting, you know, he's stepping out there and he is getting that mental wellness that we know as adults, you know, can help them um, when it comes to, you know, signs as far as what signs you can um, watch out for. One of those things is really that like the things that they used to love doing and they're not doing anymore, you know, some things to just kind of think about and ask them, right? It's not cause for panic or anything like that. But first ask them and engage them in a conversation. You know, you used to love to play tennis. How come you don't want to go anymore? Um, or, you know, you you used to talk to your friends a lot more. You know, what's changed? Um, don't freak out. Don't just, even if you have to write these notes down, you know, so that um, you can kind of process through it as well, because we don't want to react right away to what our kids share, you know, with us, we want to remain calm so that we can um, think, you know, through it. Uh, For little ones, if they're having nightmares, right, if they're having um, a hard time sleeping, or even teenagers as well, if they're you know, their sleep schedule has changed drastically. I'm talking drastically, not just, you know, little things here and there. But if it's a significant change, that is something to watch out for. If their appetite has also significantly changed, something to watch out for. For the little ones, if, you know, they are, um, their moods are changing. Also, um, the ups and downs are, the gaps between the ups and downs of their moods are Uh, way bigger than it used to be. That's also something to just really watch out for and like read, um, read these signs as clues to be okay. Like I, I may need to connect with my children more. That's always the first step, right? I need to connect with my children more, engage in a conversation with them and then see from there if there needs to be a next step as far as, um, their mental health concerns. I love it. I think it's so important to talk about this because nobody really is talking about the solutions and the signs. And I think that's so mm-hmm. important. So I encourage all of our moms, we are all really carrying a lot on our shoulders right now. We applaud you. We celebrate how amazing and courageous yeah. you guys are. And we just want to make sure you know you're not alone. And if you need mental health support, if you just need someone to talk through to help really as an objective observer, help you work through mm-hmm. uh, creating a life that you love and regaining that joy in your life. And especially where it comes to kids where, you know, joy is a true expert in, in children and family therapy. So I encourage you reach out to our, I therapist. Don't struggle alone. Don't struggle silently. We want to help you. We are a village that makes motherhood easier, healthier, and happier. So make sure you connect with joy, Acaso on Instagram, or you can email her, which I do almost daily at hello <laughs> at joyacaso.com. And Joy, I just thank you as always. You are just such an incredible resource, and I'm truly grateful for you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for this topic. You got it. <laughs> bye bye.